and welcome to Revive Mercy Podcast. Today is Christmas, and the theme this month is it's not the end, finding hope. There's a Welsh word I mentioned, I think, in previous podcasts. It's hereth, a homesickness for somewhere you cannot return to, nostalgia, and the grief for the lost places of your past, places that never were. Nostalgia, how we look at things when we're younger, it's very different. Um, recently, I went back to my childhood town and everything looks different. Um, and some of those differences makes me wonder, and those who are struggling during this time, of how we view our past and how we reflect on it. Um, this month is, is not to minimize those who are struggling and during the holiday season, but also to kind of address it, to talk about some of these things. You've already heard several guests already by this time, and I always like to do a little Christmas one just by myself. It's been over two years. Yeah. Give or take two years since I started the podcast, and it's been nerve-wracking, <laughs> but it's also been a wonderful experience. I really do enjoy this. You know, when we can talk about hope, it's some of our low, lowest points to find the importance of hope. You know, when things are going well on your side, Hope is usually not necessary. And sometimes, unfortunately, we forget the lessons we may have learned in the past. The idea parallels with our friends. A true test of a friendship will come. Or family or loved ones isn't agreeing on everything or liking the same things. I didn't finish that sentence. All my podcast guests that come in, I always appreciate them sharing they are my friends you listening are why i do what i do i do appreciate each one of you listening and sharing an episode that you think may be helpful for someone because revive ministry is nothing to do with me for me it's an idea that we have a safe place to share to grow and continue to talk about these difficult topics that we most normally don't allow ourselves or have the environment to do so. I want to share those who are listening um, disclaimer, if you are in crisis please seek appropriate professional help immediately. The crisis hotline in the United States is 1-800-273-8255 but I do encourage you wherever you are listening from to find out what resources are available. I've been asking my my guest this month this one quote from desmond tudu says hope is being able to see that there's light despite all of the darkness there's something that hope brings that no fact or no uh, how do you say hope gives it has some sustenance it has something in it that allows us to expect that there is better better days to come. I think I did um, an episode in thanks um, on Thanksgiving around then, 
on uh, family and recovery. And um, I mentioned the idea that our best Thanksgiving, <laughs> per se, shouldn't be, well, at least in my perspective, in, in my experience, in my journey of recovery, my best Thanksgiving is yet to come. That hope that my best days are still in front of me. I know there's wonderful moments and people have lost a lot during this COVID time and everything that's going on. But hope has that ability to heal. I remember this one uh, sermon, one of my friends spoke and he mentions the idea of building a bridge versus building before besides the instead of building walls for those who we love or those who have hurt us who have wronged us and I find that interesting I'm gonna talk touch on that later in this episode but strength when I look at before I go there when I hear this is is for me this Desmond Tutu is talking about something that is very I think intrinsically personal for each one of us the light despite all the darkness hope is being able to see I would say see is also to know or to remember or however you want to translate that strength is a funny word because when the chips are stacked in your favor a lot of us consider that strength at times a lot of times we do recognize as we grow older that um, it's when you're when you dealt a bad hand, you play it well. Understand what success means to you or what healing or recovery is, is intrinsically personal to you and your experiences and your context. Um, finding strength can be a task, as can finding hope. I use this quote this, this fall, and I've been throwing it around a lot from Jeff Foster. He says, Leave everything undefined, including yourself. Befriend uncertainty. Fall in love with mystery. Kneel at the altar of not knowing. Give your questions time to breathe, and the answer will find you. A lot of times we wanted to define things. I remember telling my story. um, It was so important to to define what was wrong with me and a lot of us to this day we do want to know what's wrong with us but one thing I also learned is I'm still Rob I'm still Robert I'm not defined by what has happened or what I'm labeled as I do like this quote a lot because we tend to lose ourselves to and trade it in for certainty and this world, a lot of times, from my experience, doesn't provide much when it comes to certainty. But also, with that uncertainty, provides an avenue of growth and of hope. Faith can provide a deeper experience than hope. However, whenever I started Revive Ministry, it was never to proselytize. I understand when it comes to faith and religion, whether it's Christianity which I am familiar with, or some other faith. Um, I know it's different, and 
unfortunately a lot of pain has, has has happened by the hands of those who claim to be of the faith so i never minimize the fact that the word faith base can be triggering or let me say could spark some bad memories this time of year um can spark some very bad memories so when i put the when i made this theme it's not the end finding hope is not to kind of overemphasize but to address that the fact is when everyone when it becomes more clear when everyone else seems or appears to have more than what you do this time of year if you're alone or someone's not there that used to be there it can be very difficult people ask me why do you do these podcasts sometimes so much like i'm very consistent at least i try to be and i do it because um because of the people because each one of us who's attached in some way through this idea that we do suffer and and there's something cathartic about sharing our stories my first segment before was my story recovery and i had people share their story and their journey to where they're at today then i had um robert's corner and we talked about addressing the new changes with this whole um covid and embracing and learning myself at the same time about boundaries and the importance of them and how this experience an unfortunate experience has actually probably see things that i didn't see before but why should we care well because the value you think you lost is not determined by the circumstance you're in it's easy me for to ro- roll those words together but it's a journey so some of those steps to this idea and takes time from my experience and it's not about where you are right now but where you're going but the point is those who listen in may know someone may say oh um my grandson or my granddaughter or my my husband my wife or something or you just might know a friend or maybe this is something that rings very deep to you just because you know how hard it is you may not know how it is to be even attempt suicide or or lose someone but you also know how it feels to not be heard a lot of us do so at the very least everyone plays a part even if you want to or not because the environment needs to be safe so you can foster that willingness to get the help willingness to listen on both parts and the room to heal i speak of boundaries a lot because boundaries allow me to take care of myself to help those who i reach and not just in my pockets but also in what i do today 
what I've learned also is this year is to slow down. Whether you're faith-based or not, I encourage everyone listening to don't let bitterness reside deep in your heart. It's easy to say. Trust me. I feel this is incredibly easy to say, but incredibly hard to actually digest. I don't like to admit that I have bitterness. I don't like to admit, but a lot of us do. Uh, this time of year, there might be a family member, or a friend, or a situation that you know that the person was wrong and did something bad to you. I would encourage you, whatever way, not maybe not now, maybe not next year, whatever, whatever steps, I do encourage you. If this person is important to you, if a relationship with this person or your friends or your family, if you're alone today because someone has wronged you, I do encourage you to to contemplate, to think about the idea of forgiving. It's not recon- it's not saying that the person who did you wrong or the situation you're not minimizing. You're not saying that that situation was quote-unquote right. But more, you're allowing yourself to move forward. I have a lot of family members, and I have friends that are very close to me. But I, I like to say to them, I would rather be uncomfortable with those closest with me than to stay bitter and have that become corrosive to me, or in me, per se. The idea is, I would question, at least for me, I know miscommunication happens more often than not. Um, I remember a lot of times when I think about this idea of Of bitterness um, I'm I'm just I'm just reminded of of how much time I might have wasted or how much how much I could be wrong in my interpretation of what just happened I wanted to, I was trying to find where I had it, but um, there was a, there's a book, and I'm going to go ahead and get it, I'll clip it, so you'll see, I'll be right, one second, okay, sorry about that, um, it's a book called um, Seculosity, um, I began reading it with a friend of mine in a group, and there's this one portion that really speaks to me. It's, it's under the, the seculosity of parenting. Uh, here is, uh, I can't see it, but the book is uh, written by David Zal. And I'll put it, I'll put it in the notes. But um, I read this portion to you as I, final, as I share my final thoughts about it's not the end, finding hope. Um, even if you're not a parent... 
even if you've never had a child, even if I think there's a lot of lessons. I'm not a parent myself, but I find this. It's in page sixty-one, and it reads. Ronan Rapp was born with Tay-Sachs disease, a rare genetic disorder, for which there is no treatment and cure, no cure. His mother Emily documented his short life in a blog that she turned into a book. The still point of turning, still the still point of a turning world, capturing the heartbreaking yet utterly beautiful experience of parenting a child. With a terminal diagnosis, all the secondary concerns go out the window. It doesn't matter what kind of food you feed the child, or what sleeping method you favor, or how many music classes they take. It will not alter their genetic or extend their lives. You still care about some of those decisions, but not as much. More pressingly, parents. A child with a terminal diagnosis means throwing out whatever plans or expectations you may have had for a child's future. The situation forces a parent to live in the present tense in the most vivid of ways before he died. Emily wrote the mother. I have abandoned the future, and with it, any vision of Ronan scoring a perfect SAT, or sprinting across a stage with a Harvard dipl- diploma in his hand. We're not waiting for Ronan to make us proud. We don't expect future returns on our investment. We chucked the graphs of developmental de- milestones. And we avoided parenting magazines at pediatricians' office. Ronan has given us a terrible freedom from expectations, a magical world where there are no goals, no prizes to win, no outcomes to monitor, discuss, or compare. Like I said on previous podcasts, John Lennon, at five years old, was tasked, or I think around that age, to with his classmates, what do they want to be when they grow up? And he said, "I want to be happy." There hasn't been that many occurrences that I met someone who was about to die. From, but from the brief times I have,、um, it was never about titles. It was never about、um, any of that. It was a glimmer or a shadow of what Emily was sharing.、And、it makes me,、uh, for me, whether you're faith-based or not, it and with. Some circumstances in life, you begin to prioritize things a little bit differently. I'm not saying having goals 
is not important or any of that. It's just to kind of be present with those around you. Under, I understand that my, that your circumstances could be very different and the context wouldn't make sense for you to forgive at this moment. And that's okay. For me, I'm just sharing from my experience, being bitter with someone, not letting go to the fact that they were wrong and I was right, never really helped me heal moving forward. Another thing about this story that hit home was the mom, the terrible freedom that she could just love her son, her daughter, or I feel that that for one, there's a lot of lessons, at least for me, that I can take away from that. Um, I tell, like I said, those who are closest to me, I'd rather be uncomfortable than bitter. I may not agree with the person, but I remember, I try my best to remember who that person is to me. Christmas. The holidays in general is a stressful time for many of us. Many of us look backwards for a semblance of the good old days. And there's good things to remember, but there's better things to remember to learn to move forward. Staying present, I find, in recovery. As we move forward and we're remembering it is not the end and there is hope. Whatever that looks like to you. There is no... There is no quick fix. There is no absolute certainty. There is no shortcuts to healing. Um... But during this time of year, I would also want to say to you who are listening, thank you. I never would have thought that I would want to do something like this. But after a year now going into, getting closer into, within my second year, going into my third I wouldn't want to do anything else. Yes, it's not my... Um, it wasn't what I thought would happen when I started this. But at the same time... I'm grateful <laughs> for this this unex- unexpectedness. This accidental dive in. I started this first because I... Thought it was a good idea to have a safe place for people to share. Now, 
this expand and I am grateful for again for those who are listening of course and those who are willing to share so I'm gonna put in the in the um, I'm gonna put in the banner on the, the if you have a story and you want to share I would encourage you to write this email down and email us if you know someone else who might be a good guest um, I'm always looking for someone new I'm always looking to and those who come on I always like to have them come back this is a family that continues to grow and has nothing to do with me and it's all about each one of you and so it's info at Revive Ministries probably spell that right dot com you could email me there and you know you always check out the the website revivementriesfl.com and we're on Facebook we're trying to integrate everything together a little more smoothly um, music Monday is this month we just um, every Monday uh, we plan to do it quarterly and I will keep you posted on that but again 2021 is done and I'm just ready for another year and I have a little tidbit little sneak peek at the end of this video of uh, what's to come February March and April but I want to say as always thank you thank you for listening and this is goodbye from Revive Ministry Podcast leaving you with this last quote most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed to be no hope at all Revive Ministries wants to say that despite the challenging times we live in today, we're extremely grateful for all the inspiring stories of hope shared last year. Revive Ministry has ambitious goals for the future. We plan to have a more structured monthly theme and engaging topics that we, ex- we are extremely excited about. 92 episodes in, in just over a year, and more already scheduled to be uploaded, your help would be much appreciated. Look at the details of the episode to find out more. And as always, stay safe and thank you for listening.